Welcome to another episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast. With your host, Angie Malovini. Look at her now. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast. And today is my, I'm going to make it my annual episode where I talk about the lessons I've learned in the past year since my last birthday. Um, as many of you know, it's Gemini season and my birthday is June 6th, which is in three days. And I wanted to do what I did last year for my birthday, which um, I did... 33 things that I learned in the past year since my birthday, but because I don't feel like doing 34 and I'm not going to make this an hour long episode, but I'm going to make the top 10 lessons that I've learned this year since 365 days of my last birthday. So we're just going to go straight on this. By the way, guys, um, thank you for your reviews. Thank you for your messages. I appreciate you all. Thank you for all the email signups. I really appreciate you guys. Also, um, I will be setting out by the end of the month the how to start your own podcast um, program. So just keep checking my website, instabio.cc slash podcast for more information and sign up for the email list. So whenever it comes out, you'll, you'll be able to get a notification through email. All right, the top 10 things that I learned in this past year. <laughs> I have a headache just thinking about this. Um, number one, there is a time to speak and there's a time to be quiet. So most of the times I'm always a talker in the group of my friends. And I started learning that sometimes you just have to keep your mouth shut. There's many times that I've explained that I've been in situations where I had to walk out, take a breather because if not, I was going to regret what I was going to say. And there's also a time to talk. There's a time to be respectful and shut your mouth and be nice. And then there's a time where you got me fucked up and it's time for some truth to start coming out. So I've been having issues with balancing both. There's more talk than not speak my truth. Um, and I learned this past year that I've gotten better at not saying things in, I guess, more of a meaner way, but more in a truthful way. The way I verbiage some things, I don't want it to come off as ego. I want it to come off from a place of truth. Also, with the whole speaking your truth and when not to speak, sometimes when we speak our truth, we want others to see how honest and truthful we are. But it doesn't mean that they're going to see it like that. I recently had someone tell me, I didn't realize what you were saying was true until I saw the behavior of this person and I realized, holy crap, Angie was right. So I can say until I'm blue in the face to somebody, look, this is this, this is that. Can you not see it? There's a time to speak. There's a time to listen. There's a time to not speak. But sometimes not speaking is better because for one you don't put your energy in it and for two you don't allow them to know you completely but then there's a time like today for me for example where I've played the nice person for too long I've shut my mouth way too much we've all talked about this a couple episodes ago where I suppressed my feelings and then I ended up getting in trouble by doing spiral shit and the time to speak and there's a time not to speak and the time that you do need to speak is when people got you fucked up 
but you do it in the most truthful way you can. You don't do it from an ego way. You tell them by stating facts. And just alone with those facts, one day, if they do, but one day they will come across something, they'll be like, holy shit, that, that person was honest as hell because they're facts. Facts are facts. You can't forget what facts are because they're fucking facts. Number two, no matter what, trust your instinct. I've had a lot. <laughs> I've had a lot of intuition and gut feelings this this year. And I can say every strong, quote-unquote, gut feeling or very strong intuition that I've had has so far in 2020, middle of the year, has so far been 100% accurate. Trust your gut. I've heard people say they were going to get off an exit, but they didn't have to get off the exit they just got off and they're like why did I get off and then five minutes later there was an accident on the main road so it's like trust your gut if your gut is telling you don't do this or do it you listen to that because it's not just your brain just randomly popping up with that there's something that's in you is telling you giving you signs of a decision that you need to make or something you need to do so always trust that number three be careful what you manifest. Um, I talk about manifestation a lot on this podcast, but in one of my episodes, I manifest. I talked about manifesting a, a man who was obsessed with me. I wanted a man who was never going to block me, that was always going to blow me up, even though like, I wanted someone that would be obsessed with me, and, and when we were arguing, he would still blow me up. And then about a month later, I, I had stage 5 clinger stalker, who was sending me selfies through Facebook Messenger. And I am not lying to this day. Till this day, I get messages on Snapchat from him. And he's like, oh, I guess you're still ignoring me. I don't know why you hate me so much. Why do you hate me? I dated this guy for four weeks. Four weeks. I just, just can't. And I manifested someone who would be obsessed with me and would never block me. Be more detailed when you manifest because when you don't give it details, like I gave an example before, if you want a guy with a lot of money, you might get a sugar daddy. So please be careful with what you manifest. Number four, know when to quit and know when to be persistent. This is a really hard lesson for me. And I'm not going to say I've learned this one completely because today I'm struggling with number four. I'm the most persist persistent person that you will ever hear of or if you know me, who you will ever meet. I'm so persistent even with my work at anything, whether it's this podcast or actual full-time jobs. I'm so persistent to the point where it annoys the crap out of me and I have to stop myself. And I have to tell myself, no, Angie, stop. I was... I wasn't trying to quit. My gut, my intuition was telling me, don't quit. Don't quit this journey. Don't quit this. That's part of my personality because I'm the most persistent person ever. I'm very consistent. And there's times where you just have to quit. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I wasn't going to record an episode this week. Episode 61 was going to be postponed till next week because I had a really hard day. And I'm going to be honest with you and truthful. I had a very hard day because today, the divine, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, intervened into my life and made me face, and it was one of my biggest fears. Uh, a couple 
episodes ago I talked about I have two biggest fears. One has already happened and one I'm afraid will happen. And this week, my second one, my biggest fear, happened. And as persistent and consistent that I am when it comes to what I believe in, when I believe in something, I believe in something. And as hard as I am about being persistent, about going towards what I believe in, the divine stepped in and showed me it was time to stop. It was time to let go. It was time to see people for who they really are and not this image we're putting them out to be. It was time to stop trying to show people your truth because you don't have to prove your truth, which is still something that I'm learning because it hel- it really hurts my self-esteem and my self-worth. When someone doesn't see my truth and they see the complete opposite and make me out to be someone really mean or bad, it triggers me. Because I don't understand how they can't see my heart. But like I said, there's times to be persistent. And there's times when you have to just throw in the towel. Let go of that rope that you've been hanging on. Cut it off. Or just let go. I'm just going to leave that one there. Number five. Don't fuck with a spiritual woman. I've always been told, oh, I would love... To be with a spiritual woman. I, I see it all over the internet. It's so funny. Oh, men really want to be with a spiritual woman. Until they get mad. I've been afraid of women. Who are in spirituality. That I would like. Want to verbalize. Or say something. But I'm like debating if I should. Because if you know spirituality. You know that there's good. And bad. You know if there's bad there's good. You know that there's darkness there's lightness. So when you are love and light and you are a spiritual healer, you're a light worker, you know the other side of that, the other end of that. So if you have the balls to fuck with a spiritual woman, be prepared with with what either she and her spiritual gifts will do to you or her angels, guides, divine universe ancestors will do to you. Because a spiritual woman is not a basic person in this world. We are in a different vibration as in... I mean, shit. This week, I've picked up so many channeling messages for people who resonated with me after I had no idea what the hell I said. I had one of my amazing listeners, Julie from Boston, that I communicate here and there. Hey, Julie, if you're listening... So I channeled the message for Julie. I channeled the message for somebody in my past. And then I channeled some messages here and there for a good friend of mine. And everything that I was saying was pretty accurate. I mean, I got the confirmation that I needed from every single one of them. That So if somebody can do that, that is not a basic human meat body. That's a spiritual person. And if that is influenced into good then it can be turned around into dark as well that's why they call it dark shadow dark night of the soul if you are it's like having good days you're gonna have bad days just like that if there's no good there's no bad if there's no bad there wouldn't be no good so to fuck with a spiritual person is like fucking with someone that you don't know if they're gonna throw fire or water at you like I was always 
intimidated by spiritual women because I just felt like if they're gifted like that, they can use that for dark. And I know some friends of mine who are using it for positive, but they have used... And I'm talking to some friends that I haven't talked to in a while, but some personal friends of mine, like, in the phys- like where I live, who have done dark stuff with their spiritual gifts. And they can hurt people, but they chose to use it as light, to use it as good. Just because a person is spiritual does not mean that love and light is every day. So be careful when you're dealing with someone spiritual. Because if you're not pissing her off to use her spiritual gifts against whoever's hurting her, then maybe her angels or her ancestors or her universe, God, divine, whatever you want to call it, will handle it for her. So don't fuck with anyone spiritual. That's all I'm going to say. Number six, I can't teach people lessons that they are meant to learn on their own. I've said this before. And, and this is very true. Um, like the example I was given to you guys on number one, I can sit here like telling my child, do it this way. If you go this way, you're going to fall. And they're like, but I want to try it. You're going to fall if you go that way. Believe me. And at one point you just have to be like, you know what? Go, 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 go hop on that seesaw. Let me know how that goes. And, And not only that. I'm not going to sit here and say, I told you so, Eileen, if you're listening. <laughs> I, I'm i not going to sit here and tell you I told you so when you fall on your butt. But not only am I not here to teach people lessons that they are meant to learn on their own. When you fall on your butt, the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to remember when I told you not to get on that seesaw because you're going to fall on your butt. But another thing you need to remember after falling off that seesaw is don't come crying to me. Might not, I might not tell you I told you so. But I will say, don't come crying to me. Number seven, being authentic always means real. It does not always mean good. You know how like they say, truth hurts. Truth can be hurtful. Truth is not always nice. That is very true. But being real, being aesthetically yourself, it means you're real. It doesn't mean it's always good. So you might not like hearing a lot of things that real people have to say. But it's real. I have a good friend of mine, Eileen, who always, always sends me a message and she says, Don't kill the messenger. Don't kill the messenger. And she'll tell me something either she's channeling for me or something that she thinks. As much as I want to be mad at what she's telling me, and as much as I don't think it's good, I don't think she's seeing it like this, it doesn't mean it's not real. So just because someone tells you the truth and you're going to find every way to find an excuse to not believe that does not make it not real number eight humility is a hard lesson to learn especially when you're in an unfamiliar place with it it's unpredictable you get humiliated and when it appears as a lesson you're meant to learn it really really is like a tough pill to swallow being embarrassed 
especially when you're doing some for for something good being embarrassed for a mistake being embarrassed for being honest but you know being honest is not always good it's a tough pill to swallow so humility is a hard lesson to learn the way you recover from a lesson of humility will define your character moving forward there's been times where I've done stuff and I'm like, wow, I'm so embarrassed for what I did. So I learned from it. And I'm not saying I don't I don't do anything similar to it. Yeah, I do it. I'm human and I'm always good. I'm in a medicine world. I'm going to do it. And I'm full of emotions. But I learned something for each time that I learned uh, an embarrassing moment or embarrassing lesson. Because as embarrassing as it is for me to feel a certain way or be nice to a certain person when they don't deserve it it's a lesson for the next time that I see those signs to not do those things that I did that led me to be humility humility to be humiliated to be embarrassed to be at a place where I'm humility where I'm saying to myself humility is such a hard lesson to learn and I I learned from every embarrassing moment of humility I learned from each one as unpredictable as they can be I learned what I could have done different number nine no experience is a wasted experience if you can learn something from the experience even if it's a lesson not to a specific or, you know, like, mindset or if if you learn a lesson and you're like, wow, well, that was a great lesson, but I could have definitely not gone through that that horrible week at work to learn it. And I actually, I'm laughing in my head because I said this today. I said, I think I could have learned this lesson a different way. I don't think I could. I think uh, God could have came up with a better idea for me to learn it this way. But maybe that wasn't the only lesson I needed to learn. I believe I just channeled something for myself while I'm on air. (laughs) So not every experience is a wasted experience. Like I told you, um, back to the, be careful what you manifest. If you manifest a stage five clinger, you just might hate the whole experience, but it wasn't a wasted experience because that experience taught me what I want and what I don't want. That experience showed me that I need someone in a higher vibration. I need someone that's going to either lift me up or be lifted with me. So not every experience you go through is wasted. As hard as some days can be, it's not wasteful. And it's so hard to say that because it's like I'm arguing with myself right now. Like my body's like, you just said, what was the fucking point of this experience? I fucking wish I never went through this. And my spirit that I'm channeling through my mind right now is telling me the answers of my question. No experience is a wasted experience. And not only that, that experience that you thought you were learning probably has like five lessons tied to it. So nothing's ever wasted. And number 10, appreciate what you have while you still have it. This can go so many ways. I appreciate my children for the age that they are. I appreciate that my kids are 13 and 9 years old. Yes, I would like them to be younger, but 
I appreciate that when I tell them to go to their room, they can actually go in the room because in a few years from now, I won't be able to tell them that. And there's other ways you can see this. You can appreciate what you have while you still have it. Ignorant bliss. People put the image out. Ignorant bliss is so sad. Like, oh, like you're so blissful because you're being ignorant. Like right now, I can think of some people that are ignorant bliss. They don't see in their ignorance because they just their mind doesn't go there. But sometimes that's a blessing because sometimes you can block things out if you're not a little bit ignorant bliss. It's easy to take things for granted as we go through the years as well. But it's not until you get another year older and realize that you can't keep up with the young chickens anymore and you realize how great you had it before. I will say this. I'm not that old. I'm turning 34, but I do look in the mirror and I do notice my face is a little different. I do notice myself in pictures. I look a little bit different, especially when those Facebook memories come up and you're like, wow, that was six years ago. I don't feel like it, but I'm starting to see little signs that I'm getting older. And sometimes we have the energy and sometimes we realize we don't. So we need to appreciate to all the young people listening to this below the age of 29. (laughs) Appreciate your life. Appreciate your time. Don't waste it. Don't waste it on excessiveness. And when I say that, don't waste it on too much fun or too much involvement in petty or in relationship friendships that you don't need to be in. Don't waste that appreciate what you have while you still have it because one day you might not have it and that's not all physical I mean that in a relationship with friendship or love life or marriage as well sometimes we don't know what we have until it's gone and we appreciate it when it's late and I will say that I've have experienced that years ago I appreciated something that was gone I took for value and a lot of people who either hurt you or who have done things against you will come to terms with that and they will have to face that one day but that day will be the day that you don't have anything to do with it so appreciate what you have because you should be worried only about you I'm laughing because I feel like a hypocrite right now because I'm legit speaking to myself and giving myself advice about this because it's still a struggle appreciate what you have And let others realize what they had when it's gone. It's not your job to make them do that. It's their job to go through it. And if they happen to wake up one day and realize what they lost, then they lost it. But for you, appreciate everything you have in life. Because today I had a shitty fucking bad day. And I was cussing everything, everything. But I should be appreciated for the job I have. For the family I have. For the house I have. Yes, I don't always get along with my family. But they're my family. My children. I'm appreciative that I have, you know, a job. And a lot of people don't right now. Like, appreciate what you have. Because as soon as you feel that void, sometimes you can't fill it back up. And that's what I have for you guys for the past year of the things that I've learned. I've learned a lot of things, actually, more than just these 10. But these are the because I didn't want to get into deep because then this would be like a two-hour episode. I hope everyone has a good rest of Gemini season, birthday, and happy birthday to myself of 34 years. I feel like 
my life journey is to teach, inspire you guys, and as well as myself. Um, I have a lot of wishes and dreams, and I think it's time for me to stop worrying about what everybody else has to learn and just speak from my heart because, as we all know, my heart light is on. My heart is open, and not in just in a love interest way, but in a love, friendship, harmony, peace. I want peace in my life. And that's what I wish for all you guys for the rest of this year. Or if any of my Gemini's birthday is coming up. I wish you all peace and happiness. And just tears of joy. <laughs> tears of joy is my favorite. That should have been my number one. But um, I do have a little gathering on the Facebook page. If you guys want to check it out on my Elite Truth Podcast. It is the birthday bash for my Elite Truth Podcast slash Angie's Birthday Beach Bash here at Jacksonville Beach on Saturday, June 6th. K2YL Photography as well as the Tavern on 1st Street. And I believe we are working on two other more to sponsor it. So check it out. It's a Facebook event. Come out if you're local. Come hang out. Hang out on my birthday. Celebrate. Drink. Have fun. Be around good people. Because right now... I feel like the energy around us in this world, we need it. And it's our turn to stop expecting life to happen. And we need to make it happen. So thank you guys on this birthday episode of mine. And I hope you all, Gemini's birthdays that are this month or this week, are very, very happy, happy, full, happy, happy, 365 days of happiness birthday.